Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Right. Ah, bright and early and ready to go. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Some sad news to start with. Actress Kirstie Alley passed away yesterday. Really sad. Her family posted this on social media to all her friends far and wide around the world. We're sad to inform you that our incredible, fierce, and loving mother has passed away after a battle with cancer only recently discovered. She was surrounded by her closest family and fought with great strength, leaving us with a certainty of her never-ending joy of living in whatever adventures lie ahead. As iconic as she was on screen, she was an even more amazing mother and grandmother. That's really good to know. We're grateful to the incredible team of doctors and nurses at the Moffitt Cancer Center for their care. Our mother's zest and passion for life, her children, grandchildren, her many animals, not to mention her eternal joy of creating, were unparalleled and leave us inspired to live life to the fullest, just as she did. Thank you for your love and prayers. And ask that you respect our privacy at this difficult time with love always, uh, Lily True and Lily Parker. Ooh. So she was just 71. Yeah. Really something. I don't think anybody knew that she had cancer. No, this was, uh, what, what did that thing say? It says a recent, recently discovered. Yeah, only recently yeah, discovered. And so last night <clears throat> I went back and I was looking at her Twitter uh, timeline and yeah, long about the end of October. She really stopped uh, tweeting frequently, and I wonder if that's when... I mean, I'm just complete speculation. Yeah, might be, though. But boy, might be. you talk about something that was below the radar that nobody knew about. That's just so yeah, sad. sad. I hated that. I just... Uh, I Iconic cancer. for her roles in uh, Cheers. Um, you know, she also was in one of the Star Treks. Right. A lot of people were saying this. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. She was really good in that. And then the next time, she didn't, they replaced her with somebody else, and it was like, wait... What happened to the mm. happened to the real one? Uh, so yeah, she'll be missed. Uh, lot so many of the big celebrities and musicians, you know, from my youth are dying, and uh, I think it says a couple of things. One, uh, I'm getting really old, and two, I'm getting really old. Oh so, wow! Yeah, wow. how old are you? I can never remember. You just had a birthday. Twenty. Eight. You turned 28? 28. In yeah. November? Mm-hmm. November 20th. Oh, you're ancient, bro. Mm-hmm. I know. Remember when you were a kid and you thought, like, <laughs> people that were 30 were, like, really oh, old? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, Elvis was, you know, when I first got into radio, Elvis was, like, the ancient freaking Mariner uh, because I had to play one of his songs. It was called Way Down. I think it was, one his, like, his last hit before he died. <clears throat> and, uh, and he was... Well, he was 40. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was 42 or whatever, and I thought, this guy is a, a fossil. And, mm. yeah, I remember I remember thinking that of 30- and 40-year-olds. Now, you know, they're children. Oh, yeah. Children to they're me. They're babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I work... You know, we work with, with some really young people in this building. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and my line of demarcation, if you don't know the reference, I don't think so, Tim... Then you're just too young for me. I can't. I can't have that conversation with you. You know, from uh, total mm-hmm. time. You know, uh, mm-hmm. home improvement. If you don't oh, know yeah. that reference, Ma- oh yeah, Martin. He's laughing in there. Yeah. Uh, How old are you, Martin? I'm 
29. 29. 29. You know, you and I used to do these little uh, segments that we would play instead of wow. commercials. And we were talking about Cheers once. And uh, he and Candace were in here and had no <laughs> What's clue. What's that? No, no. I was talking about Sam Malone. Pit- what, did I, what was that? I said he pitched for the Boston Red Sox. Or mm. or, no, I was talking about Frasier. I was talking about Frasier spinoff better than the show. It's like the only spinoff. It's better than the original show that it came from. Did you think Frasier was better than Cheers? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I loved them both. Mm, I, I loved, loved them both, them both, too. Yeah. But he's like, Frasier pitched for the Boston Red Sox. And I'm like, bro, no. No, that was Sam Malone. Anyway, we work <laughs> yeah, with kids, Frazier. man. We work with Frazier kids. Frasier didn't even, probably never held a baseball <laughs> in his life. Anyway, so. I, I just saw, we went, uh, uh, where was I when I saw this? Uh, oh, yeah, we went to uh, The Chosen over the weekend. You know, they've released the first part of the new season. Have you been into that? No, I'm sorry. It's great. Mm. It's so good. You got to check that out. Okay. If, you know, you like the greatest story ever told, uh, Jesus' life, this is the best one I think that's ever been put on screen. Really good. He's not like a weird, spacey (laughs) character that walks around and you can't relate to him. He's an actual, you know, real person. It's just, it's, it's really great the way they portray him. Anyway, they did this uh, preview, and they were all Christian movies. And who's in it but but uh, Kelsey Grammer? Yeah, wow. is doing Christian movies now. I didn't know that. At least some. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, kind of interesting. Huh. Uh, all right, let me tell you about uh, Moink because uh, I love meat, and this is delicious meat. Uh, it's way better than you're going to get in the grocery store. And in fact, 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company. It's owned by the Chinese, and their hogs are given ractopamine, which is banned in 160 countries, including China. So you still find it, though, every day in your supermarket aisle here in the United States. Doesn't make any sense. That's why you need to switch to Moink. They offer grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon, the best you'll ever eat. So good. Straight to your door. So Moink farmers farm like our our grandparents did. And as a result, Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. Uh, Really, really good. And I love their filet mignon, of course, but it's tender. It's tasty. It's just so great. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash unleashed right now. And listeners to this show get free filet mignon in every order you make for a year. That's awesome. I love that. (laughs) That's a year's worth of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. It's spelled M-O-I-N-K moinkbox.com slash unleashed. That's moinkbox.com slash unleashed and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and lo the angel of the lord came upon them and the glory of the lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid and the angel said unto them fear not for behold i bring you tidings of great joy which shall be to all people for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior which is christ the lord and this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. 
That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Pet Gray Unleashed. So today's the big day, the big runoff in Georgia. And, I mean, depending on what story you read, I was just reading before the show that it doesn't look good for Herschel. Um, Who knows? Who knows? So it could look good for Herschel if everybody shows up at the polls who's conservative and everybody who doesn't want an extremist radical in the Senate to continue uh, then please show up today and vote for Herschel Walker. Obviously, the polls are open right now, right? That they got a yeah, seven o'clock already, or over there, uh, beyond seven, in fact. So, uh, if Warner wins, uh, or Warnock, if Warnock wins, it's going to be a fifty-one forty-nine split for the Democrats. If Walker wins, fifty-fifty still. So we didn't lose any ground. Now, is it possible that? They can get to the majority of uh, the super majority of 60 if they need to. Uh, if they have 51, yeah, it's going to be a lot easier. And they've already done that. They've already done it with the marriage bill. <clears throat> they got 13 Republicans to split off from the uh, party line. 13 of them split off and voted for that. And it's probably going to happen again on this Dreamer, Dreamer bill. We'll get into that. Uh, a little later on, <clears throat> but results from Arizona's November midterm election have now been made official. The statewide certification known as Canvas was signed by Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. Huh. Hmm. So Katie Hobbs uh, actually certified her own election. That's interesting. Isn't it, though? Yeah, that's, that's so interesting. convenient. <laughs> Saves you a lot of time going to somebody else. Republican Governor Doug Ducey, Republican Attorney General Mark uh, Brnovich, and Chief Justice Robert uh, Brutonell. Uh, Katie Hobbs said Arizona had a successful election, but too often throughout the process, powerful voices proliferated misinformation that threatened to disenfranchise voters. Democracy prevailed. But Gross. it's not out of the woods. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know what we have to continue to mm. do is bring more of these drop boxes what we should do is put one on every corner in america i'm sure that'll fix a okay. lot of problems so I, I don't think it, i don't think this one gets a recount right it's not close no. enough to get the recount no i don't think they got there but the lawsuit uh, <clears throat> the lawsuits filed. continue though mm. um yeah I, I don't guess we have the picture uh, unfortunately of but uh there's a picture of of <laughs> the four officials the governor uh, the Supreme Court Chief Justice and I was sitting at this table along with Katie Hobbs and she's just got this crap-eating grin on her face. Just makes you just want to vomit looking at it. Such a bad candidate. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, she was a terrible candidate. Apart from how good uh, What's-Her-Face was, it just it's such a bad situation for Arizona. I don't know how they, they look at her, listen to her, See her run off, can't answer questions, can't debate Carrie Lake, can't do any of the things that a normal candidate would do. And they're like, yep, that's my girl. I'm going to put her in the in the governor's uh, seat. How does that happen? Just incredible. I, I don't get it. Yes, kind of says yeah. bad things about uh, Arizona voters and the United States in general and who we're putting in office. Help us. I mean, between that... And, you know, the John Fetterman debacle. Oof. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hold on. 
the Pat Head who runs USAA News sent me this shirt. I don't know if he's selling it at his website or what. He was just a gift he sent to me. Biden Fetterman. <laughs> a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> get U- it? USSA News. Neither of them have a brain. I get it. Oh, I got it's it. It's a no-brainer. It's accurate. Oh, sure is. boy. Yesterday, KJP had some comments on Elon Musk releasing the Twitter files. Uh, here's a look at what she had to say, because she's always brilliant, as yeah. you know. My question was that you had said, I think, six or so days ago that the White House was watching um, closely the situation at Twitter after Elon Musk's ownership of it with respect to misinformation. And because these files were released um, on the basis of, you know, hack materials clause uh, at Twitter, uh, decisions were made to, to censor reporting leading up to the election. Mm. My question was, is it the White yeah, House get view to it, would you? that these decisions were made appropriately in light of what has come out? Which decisions? By whom? By Twitter. By Twitter on, okay. So, look, we look. see this as a, a an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that... Uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Hunter uh, Biden that laptop. is a that is a full of uh, old news. If you think about old it, old news, um, Pat. And uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real <laughs> and very serious. Pause it for a second. It's brand new to most people. Yeah. It's certainly old news to us mm-hmm. because we knew two years ago it was real. Uh, the rest of the country is just finding out now. It is not old news. Yeah. Yeah, and I would contend that Hunter Biden's laptop it still matters because it does. It could very easily show massive vulnerabilities for this country. Yeah, because it's the son of the sitting president of the United States. Hell, I, on there is probably spelled out why we're in a de facto war with Russia right now in Ukraine. Yeah, I think it still matters. It's not old news. Mm. Yep, uh, Let's these people hear suck. the rest of this if we can get through it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform. No. And uh, oh, how they're letting it no, happen. No, I can't. Enough. And, uh, you know. Oh, my gosh. The rising rate of hate? Please. Twitter has been nothing but a boiling cauldron of hate since its inception. That's almost all you get out of Twitter. Oh, all of a sudden, now there's hate on Twitter? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and, and by the way, if uh. the Hunter Biden laptop story is old news, then January 6th is oh, old man. news. That's for sure. You guys can't go five minutes without mentioning that date, so get out of my face. Shut up, old news. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So the frustration level is very, very high already. (laughs) We're 15 minutes in. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... uh, Oh, by the way, with this Elon Musk thing, he met at the... Was it in the New Orleans airport? He met with um, Macron when he was here in the United States. And... uh, Just recently? Yeah, this past trip when Macron was in the United States. And they talked um, about, you know, eco crap, whatever. Got it. But careful, because... um, Macron talked to Elon Musk about uh, free speech laws in, in the EU, and Twitter's going to have to uh, hmm. understand our rules over there. Uh, okay. That there is no free speech in Europe? Is right. that what he's trying to get across? Right. So uh, 
I'm just saying that you can talk to Elon Musk about green energy all you want. Uh-huh. And he, if you want to force him to follow EU rules, that's fine. But I just don't want Elon Musk to be so influenced by a European leader that that starts affecting how he monitors Twitter over yeah, here. hope not. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, tragically, every minute unborn babies' futures are sucked out of existence, literally. But amid the darkness, there's a light that shines, and that's... Preborn. Preborn has a mission. What they do is introduce mothers considering abortion to their unborn babies through an ultrasound. Makes a big difference. Once they hear that heartbeat, once they see that precious life, 80% of the time they choose life. Preborn pregnancy centers are positioned in top abortion areas where most abortions still take place, but they don't stop there. They love and support these mothers with maternity clothes, diapers, counseling if needed, and so much more for up to two years. They do that all for free. So if you want to do some good this year and help save the lives of the innocent, please help Preborn with whatever donation you can you can spare. They're completely dependent on you, the pro-life community, as they fight the giants like Planned Parenthood who get all kinds of federal money. For just $28, you can rescue a baby's life. $140 sponsors five ultrasounds. And now, through a match, so somebody is going to match all the donations that are given now, your gift is doubled. 100% of your donation will go towards saving babies. And the goal is to save 50,000 babies by the end of the year. Just dial pound 250. Pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash pat. Mr. Classic. Pat Gray Unleashed. Ah, Dr. Fauci's still making the rounds. What do we got? Two weeks before he's done? Not soon enough. Man. And man, he just keeps going. He's good. Here he is on a podcast, and he's asked if there's anything he'd do differently. First, I want to ask you, is there a moment of your career that you wish you could do over? Mm. <laughs> you know, um, come on, narcissist, you can get there. No. Yasmin, no. And, and I know <laughs> there you go. people are going to respond to there that. Yeah, you who think? say, well, what does he think? He's perfect. Absolutely. I'm the first to admit oh, I'm far you from catch perfect. That? But when you say do <laughs> over, you know, I really can't see something that I would do completely over. Really? <laughs> you catch that little Freudian slip there? Yeah. Do I think I'm perfect? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said uh, in kind of a run-on sentence. I but. think you're supposed to say absolutely not, unless you just <laughs> think you are perfect, which is what And I of course think. he does. Of course he does, yeah. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, this uh, deposition has come out, to this full deposition that he had with those uh, mm-hmm. state's attorneys general, and uh, uh, he said, do you want to guess what the over-under on this, uh, how long was this deposition? I don't know, five hours, seven hours, I forget. Anyway, how many times do you think he said, I can't recall? Oh, I know he said it a lot. That was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 100 times. Seven-hour deposition, 174 times. 174. He couldn't remember something. Oh, my god! And he also could not cite a single study that showed that masks were effective. Right. Yep. But they're following the science. Don't yeah. forget that. 
<laughs> and They're he following was, that science. He was, uh, in correspondence, he was saying, you know, we've talked about this. He was saying at the end of March, masks do nothing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that was his thing. Mm-hmm. And then he had his little deputy there, uh, Dr. Lane, uh, what was his name? I forget. Anyway, um, goes over to China and says, hey, look, they're they're doing this right, you know, uh, and they're using masks and all that stuff. And um, basically taking the word of communist China, Suddenly, masks get recommended here, required right. here. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Required just, for federal employees. Required for healthcare oh, workers. Pretty much every state almost. Yep. Yep. Agonizing. Yep, yep, that, I mean, that was, and, and uh, that set the policy. Uh, uh-huh. Communist China set our policy. Thank you, China. But yeah, this is uh, this deposition where he, I mean, he goes into the coordinated attack on the Barrington Declaration and going after uh, anyone that dared suggest herd immunity could take care of the situation. I mean, the guy which a- he talked about many times during his career mm-hmm. about how important herd immunity was. Yeah. And he completely changed his mind on but, that. But with COVID, he mocked it, called it nonsense, right. and dangerous. Yep. And now you've got this some sort of, and and this could be a leap, but you've got this weird uh, strep thing going around. It's killed nine kids in Britain mm. at this point. And you wonder, <coughs> is it, uh, are immunity levels down because of the way we treated COVID for the last few years and raised this oh, I generation so. of kids? Yeah. Is that what's made it? Or is it I a more... So. You know, intense strain. We don't know at this point, but mm. my gosh, this guy, it, it, what punishment is he going to get in this life? Oh, no. Absolutely He's not nothing. going to get any. No. He'll skate completely on any of his culpability. Um, also, this is weird. With no suspects or motive announced, the FBI is joining the investigation into power outages in a North Carolina county believed to have been caused by intentional and targeted attacks on substations that left around 40,000 customers in the dark on Saturday, uh, promoting a curfew and an emergency declaration. Mm, The mass outage in Moore County turned into a criminal investigation when responding utility crews found signs of potential vandalism of equipment at different sites. Mm -hmm. So that's great. People attacking our infrastructure. That's just what we need right now. The person or persons who did this knew exactly what they were doing. Moore County Sheriff uh, said during an interview, we don't have a clue why Moore County. Fields uh, said bullets were fired at two substations. It was targeted. It wasn't random. Oh, boy. Uh, There you go. Might want to keep an eye on our substations now. But the FBI is on top of it, so we'll get this thing solved in like minutes. Totally fixed. Probably before the show's over. You're probably right. That's how good the FBI is. I bet they're just wrapping it up right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that's true. They're good. Actually, what will end up happening, Pat, is the guy who did this um, will end up finding out that he was on the FBI's radar. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we were watching him. We've, we've known about him for years. Yeah, that's why we jumped in the case so quickly. We're like, oh, it's that Moore County guy we've been following around. <laughs> that happens almost every time. Yeah. Yeah, he was on our radar. Yeah, we knew about him. Now, if this yeah. domestic... We responded to his house, problems at his house, right. 48 sure. times. Oh. And here's what we were doing. We were waiting for this domestic terrorist to trip up by showing <clears throat> up at a school board meeting. Yeah. We could have busted his ass right there if he had oh, just right. showed up and said, no CRT for my kid. 
But as it turned out, he <laughs> wanted to shoot up a substation, and we couldn't handle that. And speaking of intentional attacks on infrastructure, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz and Nor- Norwegian Prime Minister Jonas Harstor. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Doing some doing some justice. I, I know you got it in you. A little Harstor. <laughs> there, you took care okay. of it. Have called on NATO to protect underwater pipelines and communication cables by creating a special coordination structure. Uh, pipelines, telephone, and internet cables are vital communications for our states. Their safety should be given top priority, according to Schultz. He added that the recent attacks on the Nord Stream and Nord Stream 2 pipelines have shown how high the risks are in this area. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. They're starting to attack infrastructure. That is not good. Yeah. So Really, really not good. Why would you want NATO to protect what they can't protect probably destroy on their own in the first place and yeah maybe you know did you it's either see? nato or uh the united states on, acting on its own Ooh. or not my united states who knows hmm. i mean who knows so uh later this week the white house is going to hold some special meeting on how to protect ukraine's infrastructure oh good. Inter- energy infrastructure mm-hmm. in other words <laughs> You know, we can't help out our uh, can't do our energy own. resources here, but let's go over to Ukraine and take care well, of theirs. That's because this administration has a Ukraine first policy. Mm-hmm. It's not America first. No. It's Ukraine first. Ukraine first. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is such a sad story. Uh, really, really tragic. Authority said a seven-year-old Texas girl who went missing from her home earlier in the week uh, last week was found dead on Friday. Yeah. And a FedEx driver has been arrested for murdering and kidnapping her. Look at how oh, just a beautiful little girl. Yeah, this is up near where I live. Actually, this is you. This is the last thing you would expect. Uh, yeah, in that area, in part of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Athena Strand uh, disappeared Wednesday evening from her father's home in Paradise City, with only 475 residents, uh, just over an hour northeast northwest of dallas a huge multi-agency search ensued involving hundreds of volunteers her body was located after a tip investigators received uh earlier on friday oh just so sad we knew early on in the investigation that there had been a fedex driver who made a delivery in front of the house about the same time that little athena seven-year-old athena came up missing according to the sheriff Investigators believe Strand died within the hour or so after her departure from her home. Sheriff said uh, that the driver confessed to the crime and that investigators obtained digital evidence. Yeah, yeah, you've got whatever digital evidence they're referring to. And also a neighbor has this guy on their ring camera shortly before this. And what's so sad is... She was home with her stepmom. They get into an argument, and the little girl storms off and eventually, you know, ends up outside on their driveway. Well, their driveway isn't, you know, right there. It's out in the country. And she was about 200 yards from the house where mm. this driveway is. It's uh-huh. just long country driveway, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this is, I mean, for the last 72 hours, I see a FedEx logo, and that's all I can think of. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's a parent's worst nightmare. And um, you can't imagine being in that position. But uh, yeah. But they have the guy. They have him. 
and he's behind bars on one and a half million dollars bond. Police said he confessed. Uh, following his arrest, the aspiring musician's <laughs> yeah, dark guy. song lyrics this guy. and disturbing social media posts have emerged. In one Instagram post from December 2014, he wrote, Sometimes I hear her cries. Silence is the dirtiest trick in life. If I'm so empty, then why do I feel alive? What? Yeah. yeah, I don't know who he's talking about, if it's a hypothetical, but somebody wow. had posted uh, multiple times, a young lady uh, posted on Facebook that this guy mm-hmm. had raped her when she was oh, 16. Oh, and you add up the time with his stupid lyric thing there, and you wonder, oh, is this a confession of that? Because mm-hmm. nobody apparently believed her, because she would constantly post this and be like, hey, just around. And I don't know if she posted something since Athena... But um, just tragic. He's posted pictures of himself with a dagger. Oh, yeah. Uh, and these weird lyrics and poems and whatever. Uh, he posted a photo of himself in bed with a caption. Laying in bed just thinking, F you, LOL. I'm in the haters gonna hate group. Okay, good. So we've lost this beautiful child. Yeah. But yeah, this guy still. This guy's running around. That's incredible. Oh man. Yeah. Sad. And I, the thing there with his grandfather, with her grandfather, Mm -hmm. and how he responded, I, he forgave him already. Wow. And there's wow. I I cannot see myself. Yeah, that'd be hard. Sure, we're commanded to. Yes. But. But it's. I don't know that if put into practice, I would be that guy. Yeah. 888-933-93, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here, 888-900-3393. We were just talking about that really uh, tragic circumstance of the FedEx driver murdering a seven-year-old girl. Just don't understand. How that happens, why that happens. It's just, you can't get your head around it. Her grandfather has already forgiven uh, the killer, as uh, Keith pointed out, but it's really amazing to see what he had to say about this already. I mean, bam, it just happened, and already he's been able to do this. Uh, so. Yeah, he makes that point. He says that's the key before it takes root. Said he forgave the FedEx driver accused of abducting and abducting and murdering his seven-year-old granddaughter in Texas. Five minutes alone in a cell with the psycho. Hmm. Is well, he requested five minutes alone with him. Uh, but I'm guessing that he feels differently now somehow. Yeah, yeah. He had a hmm. long Facebook post. He said, "I can't quiet my mind, and I have to share this." A friend just asked me the the other day uh, if I believe God speaks to people. I happen to know he does, as he's speaking to me right now. This flesh, this man that I am, is angry, and I want five minutes alone in a cell with the psycho that took our Athena away from us. But there's a soft, gentle voice in the back of my head telling me I need to forgive. This flesh, man wants that psycho to burn in hell for all eternity yet 
that gentle voice continues to tell me I need to forgive him. This flesh man hopes he remains blind and deaf to the message of salvation and never sets foot in the same heaven that I know in my heart my darling Athena resides in now. And yet, that gentle voice persists. Why, you ask? Because hate is a powerful force that will take root in your soul. God wants to protect us all from that hate. Hate is the gateway for the evil we see growing in the world today. If you stood that man before me right now because of the hate that's trying to root itself in my mind, I would probably kill him. Then that hate would root itself in my heart and I would be destroyed. That gentle voice is the Holy Spirit of God speaking to me right now. He's reminding me that my Savior Jesus willingly laid himself on a cross and died in my place to reconcile me to God the Father. But also that he did that for all of us. Even this man that my flesh so hates at this very moment. Uh, he goes on. It's a really compelling, uh, really amazing post. And I don't know that, especially this soon afterward, I could feel that way. Right. Mm. God bless that family. I mean, that that is... What Christianity is all about, right? Yeah, doesn't it? Suck? Forgiveness, forgiving your enemies. It's tough, man. Forgiving it's people impossible. who just murdered your beautiful seven-year-old granddaughter. Yeah. Man, could you muster that right now? Not a chance. So, and I mean this sincerely, kudos to that grandfather. Yeah, for, really something. For walking the walk. Right. But man, I just, you know, I, I would be... I would be the dad who's like, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to get into that jail and take care of justice yeah. now. First, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Then I'll worry about forgiving, forgiving sure. after that. Sure, and then you know, plus my kids, they have another parent, so <clears throat> we're good there. Yeah, jeez. I, I, I don't. I just, I can't imagine. So I, I wish that uh, this justice is swift, and this thing doesn't linger around for years like all these cases do. On a different note. I mean, it's been so heavy. It sure has. The start of the show here. My goodness. Uh, We need to lighten it up a little bit. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy (laughs) has an important message that we have kind of shared before. Yes. But but it's great to see that uh, somebody in the U.S. Senate (laughs) feels the same way. Here's his message. These woke, high IQ stupid people, they're easy to recognize. High IQ stupid people. They hate George Washington. Yeah. They hate Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. They hate Dr. Zeus and they hate Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> the, these woke, uh-huh. high IQ stupid people, they walk around. They walk around with Ziploc bags of kale. That's a fact. That they That's can a fact. eat to give them energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to eat kale, that's up to you. I don't eat kale. You know why? Because kale tastes to me like I'd rather be fat. <laughs> and these high IQ stupid people, yeah, don't the forget workers in charge mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C., the berserk wing of the Democratic Party, they hyperventilate on their yoga mats if, if you use the wrong pronoun. They're all over Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> high IQ stupid people. That was a nice rant. It sure was. It sure was. And it is true. Yeah. Uh, 
it's somewhere on I don't know Riley I don't know if you can locate it uh, whenever uh, and then I'll tweet it out you know at Pat Unleashed but somewhere on youtube.com slash Pat Gray is a video of your kale recipe oh yeah that people need to uh, mm-hmm. need to great recipe for sure I mean it's it's honestly you think there's not a good way to make kale but there is there actually is and Pat Gray uh, showed us the way it's uh, fairly easy too. There's only a few steps, yeah. and it'll be fantastic. Yeah, it's not like this drawn out process. You're like, oh, I got to do this and that, and then, right? No, it's, it doesn't nope. even make a mess. It's something you can do right now. Yeah, and and he talked about how <clears throat> you know these woke people walk around with Ziploc bags full of kale. Mm-hmm. Okay, so remember we used to work in New York there, and I forgot why this guy was there. I don't even remember. But we had a guy come in and work for us for about a month. I don't know, it was graphics or something. I don't know. It was before we had a huge Blaze conglomerate and a place mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. And he came in there and he had to share this room with uh, me and Natasha, one of the like the editing rooms. Mm-hmm. And this cat would would make kale before anybody had ever talked about kale. And he brought it in a freaking bag, dude. Hmm. And then he would like heat it up or something. It would smell so bad. Oh, don't miss New York at all. Ugh. So anyway. Is that what killed him? He eventually died of the superfood kale. <laughs> it's one too many kale experiences. And yeah. uh, that's why he was only there a month. Kale? Well, no, it was a contract <laughs> thing. I think, you know. Oh. Yeah. Okay, uh, so he didn't die of yeah. the KO. Yeah, and we didn't fire uh, him for being, you know, a crazy, woke, high IQ, stupid people. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just remember it's the worst smell in the world is kale cooking. Yes. Nasty. <laughs> I know, man. Nasty. It's enough to ruin the morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you about uh, iTarget. We've been talking about iTarget Pro for a long time. Really fun Helps you get proficient with your gun, with your weapon, whatever it is that you have. All you all you do is order this system and then um, use your cell phone and it will, with its laser bullet, show you where all the shots are landing uh, on the target. Really fun to do and saves you a whole bunch of money. Somebody was, oh, my oldest son was just telling me he went to the range. Last time he went to the range, and I, I think he... Uh, took a couple people with him but it was like 120 dollars mm. in expenditure i mean this will pay for itself in less than one one uh day it's just so easy and it's fun and we've talked about it for a long time and now they've got a way to to really be a competitive shooter get some practice in with timing drills um, you can save on ammo because you just use the laser bullet so you don't have to go out and, first of all, find ammo and then secondly, pay the outrageous prices for it. Now, the iTarget Cube helps you with all kinds of uh, other scenarios that may come up in your life. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser bullets. You can buy one or upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. Compete with friends uh, practice clearing drills or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times every shot you take. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. When you go to itargetpro.com, that's itargetpro, comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with anything. 
the easiest, it's the most cost-effective way to train. And, again, pays for itself in a day or actually even less than that. The letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Offer code, Pat. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be prayed for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, if you head to Twitter, at Pat Unleashed, we've linked to your world-famous kale recipe. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. Okay. And don't forget, it's YouTube.com slash Pat Gray for all sorts of videos and fun. Excellent. Wah, the wah. Supreme Court is hearing uh, some arguments now in the Colorado religious case, you know, where they keep trying to force people with religious convictions into doing things, into supporting things they they have a religious objection to. So, uh, this is, on Monday, the justices heard oral arguments in the case. And this one, this particular one, centers on the web designer who has religious objections to making a website for same-sex couples. Didn't want to, so they had to force her. Uh, Lori Smith runs a company called 303 Creative. It's based in Colorado. That state has become ground zero for religious liberty Mm -hmm. cases because they're trying to persecute uh, all of these people who have convictions. Uh, especially, remember the cake baker, Jack Phillips? He's been under attack relentlessly. And everybody knows him now because of the publicity he's gotten. So they keep going to him for, you know, lesbian occasions or, or gay wedding occasions and just making life very difficult for him. Instead of just going to somebody who doesn't have any objection to it because they're trying to make a point. During the or- oral argument... Conservative justices seem to lean towards siding with Smith, who has asserted that it violates her religious beliefs to be forced to make websites for gay marriages. Two exchanges kind of stick out. The first was with Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, and there's some amazing word salad from the prosecution. Uh, Colorado has created a system now where business owners can discriminate. They can discriminate against religious people, according to law. But religious people aren't allowed to observe their own beliefs in their everyday lives. The distinction of status is just a cheap excuse to legalize ideological hypocrisy. So the thing is, Amy Coney Barrett was asking the lawyer about, okay, so so religious people can be forced into doing this. But let's say a gay person can't be forced into dealing uh, or buying something or or issuing something to a uh, to a religious person. So it's it's not reciprocal, in other words. Um, and Neil Gorsuch also busted in while asking the Solicitor General about Jack Phillips's case. He managed to perfectly expose the dystopian nature of Colorado's laws. Uh, Gorsuch actually started things off by correcting the Solicitor General's description of the case, which was satisfying on its own. He then moved on to address the Colorado law's protection of religious liberty, stating snarkily that it's supposed to do so in theory. 
that uh, that led the solicitor general to make the incredible statement that there had been no instance of the law not respecting religious liberty. What? That's what all of this is about. What are you talking about? Uh, Gorsuch wasn't really interested in hearing obvious nonsense, noting Jack Phillips had been put through a re-education program for honoring his religious convictions. That left the Solicitor General stammering in an attempt to explain how it wasn't re-education, even though its purpose was to re-educate. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens here, but it looks like at least the conservative judges are leaning toward finally making a ruling that may help people who have religious convictions you know, continue with their principles mm. intact. Believe it when I see it next spring. <laughs> True. I mean, they've done this before where they made this little narrow ruling and it hasn't, obviously, it hasn't fixed the problem. Fix the problem. You know, uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson made some point where she was saying, what if it's the 40s or 50s and a photographer wants Christmas pictures and only wants white children? Should that photographer be allowed to do that? And this is what got Rand Paul in trouble when he mm -hmm. originally ran for Senate, where he said, look, businesses should be allowed to discriminate and, and, and only serve who they want. And then basically the free market then says, screw you, I'm not going there. I mean, you the, the greatest stories that we hear from the 50s and 60s are like football teams that show up some hotel or, or go to a restaurant and they won't serve the black players. And so the white, the predominantly white team is like, okay, well, then we're not going to eat here. We're not going to give you our business. We're not going to stay at this hotel. <clears throat> right. And that's how the free market works. Yeah. If you want to be an ass and you want to be discriminatory, then you suffer the consequences of the free market. That, that's the basis of freedom, is to make stupid decisions and, and unpopular ones in a society, and then you get called out for them. No? Yeah. You can't do that? We can't do that? Because, no. Right? You can't do that. Okay, because, you know, and then and then it could be the other way. The community mm -hmm. could say, oh, wait, I'm going to support this website developer. Right. Or if the community says, no, we hate you now because you aren't going to serve gay people. Well then, you take your business elsewhere. Yeah, maybe that you suffer that, the consequences. Maybe that web designer goes to a community that's more tolerant of their beliefs. Here's one of the things that Amy Coney Barrett asked the uh, the prosecution: Can a designer decline to serve a Catholic club mm -hmm. because they disagree with their views on marriage? Uh, yes, it's not status based discrimination. <laughs> So Barrett then asked, but the designer can't decline to do a, an SSM design. The uh, Solicitor General said yes, because SSM is inextricably intertwined with status and religious religion isn't. What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you're just going to completely ignore the First Amendment? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's inextricably intertwined with the U.S. Constitution. Mm -hmm. And status isn't sexual status, gender status, none of that stuff. Intolerance works both ways. Yeah. Leave these people alone to run their businesses how they want to. They will not. Nope. You just absolutely refuse because they have an agenda.
Unleashed. And today we've got Georgia on our minds. Will this be the day that the lights go out in Georgia? Or will this be the day that the devil goes down to Georgia? Oh, he's been in office there for two years. And reinstalls Warlock <laughs> to the U.S. Senate. Uh, man. We'll see. Please get out and support Herschel Walker if you've got that opportunity if you live in Georgia. i uh, got to tell you about the real estate agents I trust before we jump into this hour. If you're trying to sell your home, you know what a challenge that can be. And you need somebody at your side Who's going to do right by you? Somebody who knows the market, knows what buyers are looking for, knows what things you'll get your money out of if you make improvements to your home before you try to sell it. Uh, Like remodeling the kitchen or the bathroom or who knows, splashing paint all over the walls in hopefully an organized kind of way. But your realtor will be able to lead you to those right decisions so that you can sell your home as quickly as possible for the most amount of money. Or if you're buying, you get the most home for your money. It's real estate agents I trust. It's Glenn's company. They've He and his team have fully vetted these agents. And that's because they want the absolute best for you. He doesn't want you to have to go through what he went through in Connecticut. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. <laughs> My mouth's bleeding, Bert. My mouth's bleeding. Zuzu pedal. Zuzu... Unleashed. And some tweets here. Mr. Sean's tweets. Why do these things happen? Always happen at Christian bakeries. Uh, try to pull that at a Muslim bakery. See what happens then. It's mm, a good point. <laughs> I don't think they would dare. Yeah. Frank Johnson. Why are they pursuing the religious belief part? It's freedom of choice. You know, liberty. Right. You know. Right. And, man, we do not give the free market enough credit. I, I like how Kara3022 just tweeted out that, look how we responded to Chick-fil-A, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Right. <laughs> yes. You, you can show support with your dollar when these places are under attack unfairly. Uh, Jimmy Dimples tweets, here's an idea for any Christian baker or other kitchen folks forced by court order to serve anyone, making them go against their principles. Uh, make them something with kale. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. We were out of sugar. I'm sorry. That violates the cruel and unusual punishment clause in the Constitution. Yeah, but if they're going to disregard the Constitution for one thing, let's do it for another. Oh, man. So, uh, I don't know. We're, we're, we're in a situation where everything's upside down. Uh, I'm just, I was just reading this op-ed piece uh, by Hal Lindsey in Harbinger's Daily. And he makes some great points. Things I think we've said before, basically, but um, puts it really well. Anytime we approach the end of a particularly tumultuous year, we look forward to the next year as a return to normal. Yeah, but that doesn't happen anymore, right? (laughs) That ship has sailed, bro. (laughs) He said, sin deluges our society in countless ways. Consider this one. We live in a generation that has abandoned truth. The word now depicts an emotion. It's about how I feel about things rather than what is really so. Jesus spoke of truth as a foundation, something dependable that you can safely build on. But the people of our time portray truth as malleable. 
They speak of your truth and my truth as different things. But real truth doesn't change from person to person. Exactly. Our understandings may be different, but truth is truth, whether we understand it or not. People who devalue truth make themselves vulnerable to things like fake news, fraud, duplicity, hypocrisy, treachery, manipulation, cunning, guile, and just plain lying. Jesus prophesied that the last days would be a time of deception, and here we are. Romans one twenty five speaks of a people who exchanged the truth of God for a lie. Man, we don't want to be those people. That's a really bad thing if we are those people. And right now, it seems we are. He continues, They turned from solid, unchangeable truth to a quicksand of lies. Verse 28 says, God gives such people over to a depraved mind. For years, I've said that a depraved mind means in part that they're unable to think in their own best interests. That's so true. Uh, He goes on, but this is a real problem today that we can't even agree on what is truth. Basic, no-brainer issues and facts that are just flushed down the toilet. You know, like gender, for one thing. I mean, it's... It's agonizing what is going on now because you can't have a decent discussion with anybody on the left no. who has bought into all this wokeness. No. They can't make any sense. They don't even want to. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah, they want the opposite, and, th- and that keeps everything in chaos. And uh, we're going to go right down the drain if we succumb to chaos. And right now, we are succumbing. If a society can't even agree on the definition of gender... Mm-hmm. Right. What what, what chance can you, does it have? If you can't say what a woman is, mm-hmm. as in it was Katanji Brown Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was during that hearing yep. for her confirmation that she wasn't a biologist, so yep. she couldn't explain to us what a woman is. Are you kidding me? Well then, hun, you better not be a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, you might be disqualified yeah. from serving on, on a court if you can't just discern basic facts. And I think you should be. But she, of course, wasn't. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. we've got that going for us. And it's so bad that, you know, the Babylon Bee does all these satires and the satir- satirical things and situations they come up with are less outrageous than real life now. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder to do satire. But this from a Babylon Bee article. Texas has voted to airlift Austin to California (laughs) in a landslide victory during a special statewide referendum this week. Texans overwhelmingly voted to have a giant airship pick up Austin via low via tow cables and drop the city off in California. Yes. Yes. As the city is mostly inhabited by Californians who left their state due to the cost of living, high taxes and crime. And then proceeded to vote for the same policies in Texas. <laughs> yeah. The the move is just setting things right. Yeah, where do you want us to set this thing? <laughs> Look at that. Well, that's awesome if you're listening. It's got a giant airship air airship and uh Yeah, there's Austin. And all the cables We're just looking that... for a place to set her down. <laughs> you got room in the Mojave Desert, don't you? I bet they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can sure. put it right down there. Uh, the act took effect immediately, and a massive lumbering dirigible uh, <laughs> slowly crawled over the city. 
It's ominous shadow eclipsing the coffee shops, micro breweries, and vegan hemp handbag stores below. Liberals screamed and attempted to flee, but it was too late. <laughs> Harpoon cannons <laughs> blasted massive steel cables into the Pennybacker Bridge. Okay. Uh, the independent skyscraper and various other anchor points throughout the city. <laughs> the airship then rose into the sky, lifting the city along with millions of Austin progressives thousands of feet into the air. See ya. <laughs> I love that. Oh, no, cried recent Texas transplants. Timpany and Steve Strutafud as the ground shook Strutafud. and they nearly fell off their electric scooters in downtown Austin. <laughs> nice touch. I like those little touches there. <laughs> this is like totally like <laughs> one of those earthquake things from back home. <laughs> um, it's like whatever, you know. And like, like, hold on to your lattes. <laughs> The city was safely transported back to California and dropped off in a nice rural area north oh, yeah. of Santa Clarita. All right, there you go. There you they go. That's where spot. they put it. They found a spot. Texas is once again safely red, and many Austin residents reportedly don't even realize they've been transported to California. I see. As for any progressive transplants still living in Texas, Governor Abbott has vowed to continue secret midnight flights of these liberals back to their home <laughs> countries of California, Washington, and Oregon. Way to slip that in there. So great. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, though. You got to leave the barbecue places here because California doesn't deserve no, those. No, 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 no. We got we to gotta <clears throat> do like a rescue mission. Yes. Uh, recovery of the barbecue joints in Austin before we let them. Okay. All right. Now you can harpoon it. Harpoon the town. <laughs> uh, they really do have some of the best barbecue uh, in, in all of Texas there. Um so, yeah, leave those behind, but take the rest. Speaking of California, this is amazing, but it, not really shocking. This California city asked where its recycling went. The answer wasn't pretty. Okay. Now, this is not satire. This is from NBC News. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, four years ago, city officials in Palo Alto, California, posed what they thought was a straightforward question. Where did their recycling go? Fair question. Yeah. Yeah. Seems to be. Where does it end up? Concerned citizens had seen dire headlines about plastic dumping in the in Southeast Asia, and they wanted to know if their waste contributed. But the city's investigations have not of- offered much clarity. Palo Alto's best reckoning today is that about 40% of its recyclable material stays in North America, where it's supposed to be processed according to strict environmental and labor standards the other roughly 60 percent goes abroad mainly to asia with uh next to no transparency about its actual fate so when they get the when the when the junk that you want to recycle gets to southeast asia they're not uh no idea what happens to it they're not uh turning it into reusable products for Mm. everyone to use no Hmm. and it's interesting that it's in asia where uh, it just talks about Southeast Asia and all the waste products they just keep dumping into the environment. <laughs> ah, it's really amazing. Experts say cities and towns across the United States would probably have similar difficulty in determining how much of their recyclables are actually recycled. What did we hear? There was a stat on this just a few weeks ago. It was like 5% or something. It, 5% of the stuff that you think is being recycled is actually recycled 
The rest of it just ends up in a what? landfill somewhere. Or the great, you know, Pacific <laughs> garbage patch. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. If you keep stuff out of landfill but just dump it in Laos, that's not achieving a good goal, no. said Martin Bork of the Ecology Center in Berkeley. A group that advised Palo Alto in its pursuit of transparency. That's not what the whole idea was of recycling. Oh, thank you for that. Now it's a good reminder. Main obstacle that Palo Alto encountered was that the half dozen companies that trade the city's recyclables on world markets declined to name their trading partners. Isn't that fascinating? Why? Why? Our our trading partner is... um, uh, Garbage Haulers Incorporated. Landfills are us. Yeah, somehow based in uh, Vietnam. I I don't know what they're doing there, but I mean, <sighs> we're going to find out eventually oh, yeah. that this is the case in virtually every situation mm-hmm. like this. Unable to force disclosure, Palo Alto City uh, staff concluded that they're stuck. It's not possible to definitively determine whether the materials are being recycled properly or whether they may be causing environmental or social problems, they wrote. The lack of transparency globally has concerned some law enforcement officials who fear that recently tightened international rules on the plastic trade have driven parts of the business underground. So in 2020, International Police Organization Interpol said it had noticed coordinated efforts to export plastic particularly to Southeast Asia in violation of national uh, laws. But investigators still struggled to track the suspicious shipments. (laughs) So bad. They have no idea what's happening to this. Absolutely no idea. Very often there are a lot of intermediaries and we're losing track of the waste. Hmm. Once it reaches the destination country, we don't know what happens after that. So which do you think is easier to track? Our garbage that goes to Southeast Asia or the weapons that we send to Ukraine? Easier to track. Mm. Easier to track. Our garbage or our guns? Mm. I think the garbage. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. the garbage. Yeah. We have no idea what's going on in Ukraine. We don't want to know. Bro. I don't believe they want to know. (laughs) <laughs> and it's pretty clear because otherwise they would have somebody uh, look into it. Otherwise, you know, they'd have an overseer in Afghanistan or Ukraine to monitor exactly what's going where. Don't we at least, uh, aren't we owed at least that much? Seems like it. So uh, you and I, I, I'm just looking, I have a bunch of post-it notes here at the end of the year, on end of December uh, for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe it was April 4th of this year that we said mm-hmm. this on the air, but uh, I have here, April 4th, 2023, Joe Biden will still be president. Keith and Pat said this, okay, on April 4th, 2022. So, here's another question for you. Do you want to make a prediction? And it don't have, you could say never. Do you want to make a prediction on when we will know that U.S. troops are on the ground? When we, when we will have it, when mainstream... News mm-hmm. reports, boots are on the ground. Not, yes, we know that they're there, advisors, we got it. We, we totally got it. But just, uh, do we want to, mainstream news will report, U.S. boots are on the ground in Ukraine on, because I thought it would have happened by now, quite frankly. Mm. Summer of 2024. You want to give me a date? <clears throat> 
No, summer. Well, that's July, June, July. Okay, July fourth. Because we're using because that was mine. Mine yeah. was July fourth of twenty twenty two. Okay, and I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Or was I? No, okay, but mainstream. Okay, or were you? <laughs> We've got advisors there. <clears throat> this the trainers are there. Money equipment is there. So I'm gonna go with uh, July fifth. <laughs> the day after mine. Yeah, that way. Okay. That way, anytime after. I'll All learn. right. <laughs> We're, I didn't know we were playing the prices oh, right. No, <laughs> I bid a dollar. <clears throat> All right, let me tell you about thunderstorm air purifiers uh, with proven oxy technology, quickly destroying viruses, odors, mold, and more. It cleans, it cleanses the air. It doesn't just cover it up with heavy perfume. I can't take that. Mm-mm. I just Mm-mm. don't like the heavy perfume smell. Nope. And so this really freshens your home. It gets rid of any odor. My uh, son, my youngest son, loves this fish. He loves to fry it on the stovetop uh, with the head on. He likes the head on fish. Ooh, it's gross. Oh. Ooh, so the eyes, the dead eyes are just looking oh at my you gosh. the whole time. It's like, a, it's like your, uh, I don't know, stereotypical cartoon yes. thing, huh? Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's funny. Or that scene, I think they do that in uh, The Hobbit. When all the people oh, show up at his house okay. and, and he cooks fish for him. <laughs> Do you watch The Hobbit or Lord no, of the Rings? That's uh, not your thing. Uh, no, I like it. <clears throat> I just haven't seen the show. I know what you're talking about. All right. Okay. Um, I bet it stinks up their little oh, Hobbit huts. my gosh, does that fish smell. Yeah. I mean, it is so strong and it goes throughout the whole house. So maybe a Hobbit hut should get one of these as well. Absolutely okay. a Hobbit hut needs one of these. Okay. My house, my Hobbit house needed one of these. <laughs> and fortunately, I got it and yeah. it does eliminate these odors. And again, it doesn't just cover them up. And and uh, there's no filters here. You don't have to replace the filters all the time. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use the discount, uh, discount code PAT3 and you'll save $200. That's three thunderstorm air purifiers. So easy to install, too. You just pop up the uh, plug-in and plug it into the wall. Wow. So great. Um Three of them for under $200. Shipping is free. Go to Eden Pure Deals, E D E N Pure Deals, EdenPureDeals.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple Eight, 933.93. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got some tweets here. Uh, Michael A. Gentile or Gentile. Which is easier to track, our recycling or ballots in Maricopa County, Arizona? Mm-hmm. Good question. Mm-hmm. From Bad Engineer, how many of these bakery photographer or whatever cases are we going to have to deal with? I thought this was already settled. Seems like harassment at this point. Well, it only seems like harassment because it is. It's the only reason. So. <laughs> yeah. And no, it wasn't settled. The Supreme Court has never settled this particular issue. They beat around the bush every single time. I don't know if they're cowards or I, I don't know why they won't deal with this, but it's got to be dealt with and stopped. Leave these people alone. From No Not That Tyler, uh, should Biden or whoever runs in his place win massive troop deployments to Ukraine starts Wednesday, November 6th, 2024. Mm could well be yep uh you know what's amazing right now is cnn is all 
over. I mean, wall-to-wall coverage. They won't stop talking about the Trump statement when, you know, what he said about the Constitution, about tossing it out. Uh, do we have to do a whole new election or do we just toss out the results and, and the Constitution with it? And, you know, they claim that the GOP is slow to condemn those remarks. We condemn the right. First chance we had. Yeah. It's come on. But it's unbelievable that since when does CNN care about the Constitution? Are you talking about the most trusted name in news? Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah, I, they couldn't care less. No, they could not. And I love the first interview right after their little spiel on what Trump said about changing the Constitution. Is they have John Bolton on saying, "Yep, I may have to run in 2024 to stop Trump, <laughs> bro." No, here's the thing. We don't want to go to war with Ukraine. Okay? Right. We know that's the first thing. Right. Oh, help us. Jeez. I can't take it. John Bolton. What a disappointment he's turned out to be. His, I guess, you know, his hatred for Trump is kind of getting in his way. And uh, so he's just becoming one of them. But he loves international interventions. And he I does. don't. So. Yeah, he does. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Don't even bother with your exploratory committee, John so here we are at another day and another radical educator exposed by libs of TikTok. We have uh, an English teacher this time changing her course uh, and her curriculum on the fly. Check this out. As an educator, I am constantly worried if I am part of the problem. What do I mean by that? You are. Well, public education is an institution that upholds lots of problematic systems in our society, like white supremacy, oh, and misogyny, gosh. and colonization, etc. Ah! As an educator, I try to undermine that BS in my classroom as much as I possibly can. I teach high school English, and whoo, the white supremacy runs deep. What do I mean by that? Well, let's look at how we write essays. Start okay. with an introduction that includes go. a thesis. Always cite your sources. Use transition words. <laughs> like however and therefore these are all made up rules they're arbitrary they were created by westerners in power in linguistic what? justice april oh, baker bell ling- calls ling- this the language of respectability justice. or the language of power which got me thinking what if i started my school year with a unit honoring how we talk rather than teaching students how to write properly so this is the start of my series on teaching linguistics in high school yay she's starting a new deal that's cool right because now i just i took notes because i want to learn yeah. And grow as a person. It's white supremacy to cite your sources. In other words, to give credit. So I guess you don't have to give credit to like uh, a black author mm. now. Mm. I mean, she mm. said, because cite your sources is, uh, is white, white supremacy. supremacy and transition words. Yeah. Like, like whatever or how is however. These people try so hard. I just, it's, it's madness. It's serious. They are seriously mentally messed up. Mm-hmm. They it, it is a mental illness. I mean, she clearly is all screwed up. That's and true. She's uh, she's teaching children. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. That's perfect. <laughs> she talks about the the education system reinforcing white supremacy. What are you talking about? I'm telling you, if you know your child is exposed Oof. to a teacher like that and you do get nothing out. to get them out of there, get you're guilty out. of child abuse. I'm sorry. Oof. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, this is fun. All gun sales stop 
Thursday in Oregon. Hmm. Unless, you know, a court intervenes. Oregonians won't be able to legally buy guns after December 8th if their new ballot initiative goes into effect. (laughs) Congratulations for an unconstitutional law. That's awesome. No kidding. That's according to the Oregon Department of Justice, tasked with defending Measure 114 in court. The DOJ's latest filing related to four cases against the law asks Federal District Judge Karen Immergut, a Trump appointee, to delay implementation of the permit to purchase and mandatory training requirements. Jeez. My goodness. The states can experiment all they want, but you do have a set of guidelines. It's called the right. Constitution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, feel, that, okay, that feels like an infringement if you can't purchase well, guns. But nobody knows about it because you got to go so deep into the... I mean, it's Oof. all the way to the Second Amendment. Who gets that far? Nobody. Okay. Nobody gets that far. After the First Amendment, with five separate things you've got freedom of, uh-huh. then you're just so exhausted. It, I can't yeah. go to the second one now. It, yeah, it's effectively buried. <laughs> it is. <laughs> wow. How does this keep happening? Well, we'll see. Hope. I mean, it's a Trump-appointed judge. You would think she'll put a stay on that. You would. Th- you'd think. <laughs> you'd think. And we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Time magazine claimed that Democrat and soon-to-be House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries' refusal to accept the results of the 2016 presidential election <laughs> as legitimate doesn't count as election denial. Huh? <laughs> because he's not a Trump-supporting Republican, I guess. <laughs> okay. So they basically admitted that election denier is just a nonsense phrase that only exists to make Republicans look bad, uh, to make them look like threats to democracy. Uh, that's that's what they are. In the Friday piece, Time staff writer Jasmine Aguilera admitted in tweets, news interviews, and House hearings, Jeffries called to question the legitimacy of Trump's election. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So has <laughs> Hillary Clinton and any number of other Democrats. They all did that. But you never you never attach. No, no election denier to any democrat never yeah in fact if if they were wanting to you know be honest when they called republicans election deniers that don't accept the 2020 election why won't they say 2020 election denier yeah because if you're going to cast this wide umbrella then we get to include the previous 20 years of you denying every time a republican won absolutely uh, James Melville tweeted uh, tweeted out a video over the weekend just to remind us that the uh, Great Reset isn't a conspiracy theory. It's an agenda. Uh, check this out. It goes a little something like this. Cut, cut three, is it? Yes. Yes, cut three. <clears throat> World Economic Forum. Okay. Great reset. Young montage. generation, young like, generation uh, like Trudeau, half of his cabinet are actually young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Penetrates the cabinet. Oh, good. We penetrate the cabinet. Change is not just happening. The change can yeah. be shaped. Can be shaped by us. By us. We have to prepare for a more angry world. <laughs> How to prepare? Takes the necessary action to create a fairer world. I see the need for a great reset. 
The people yeah, assume we are just going back to the good old world, which We're not we going had, back to the old world. and everything will be normal again. Everything this is, will be normal. Uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. Kyle! There is only one way this pandemic is going to go. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. worse. The okay. next crisis is already waiting for us. It's already waiting. And it is the climate crisis. Oh, the there's, your next, there's your next crisis. The climate crisis yeah. is the next one. Remember, we already have the 15-minute city there in England uh, going into effect uh-huh. next year. I thought the climate crisis was already here. What is he saying, this doom cough? Hmm? <laughs> We have our ways of making you talk and listen. Wow, these guys are spooky. Yeah, they are. Yep, yep. And it just keeps happening. So, yeah, uh, but are any of those people denying elections? Because they should be treated like crap if they are. If they're denying elections, that's what you run up against. Okay? (laughs) Okay. All right, yeah. And remember, Klaus Schwab... The leader of the World Economic Forum is a big fan of the China model. Let's not forget that. He recently said that, what, last week? Yep. So, uh, what part of the China model <laughs> yeah. for good governance uh, that's what, should we be following right now? That's what I'm wondering, yeah. Huh. <clears throat> now, they said the China model is, is good because they're preventing one and a half to two million infections by <laughs> locking up their residents the way they do. If they were to just remove those restrictions, we'd have about 2 million more deaths yeah. due to COVID-19. And don't forget the Dr. Fauci deposition where he basically says, yeah, we follow the China example mm-hmm. on uh, lockdowns mm-hmm. and masks and all that good stuff. Mm, no thanks. Jeez, man. Well, the Chinese Communist Party's latest COVID-19 science has left many experts baffled. The Chinese CDC released its November report on a COVID-19 outbreak linked to a public park, (laughs) claiming 35 individuals were infected by a single unmasked jogger (laughs) outside. Okay, shut up. (laughs) Get out of here. After initially going fairly unnoticed, the study has since garnered attention for flying in the face of all prior knowledge. Regarding transmission of COVID-19. Yeah, because in the outdoors, unless you're breathing right in somebody's face and you have it and you're spitting all over them as you speak. Yeah. I, there's it, no there's no confirmed uh, diagnosis of this happening outdoors. And when something like this happens and they trace it back to one person, the whole community <laughs> suffers and gets to get locked down. This is kind of the old uh, classroom punishment. Oh, yeah. You know, if one of you screws up, then everybody, get, you know, it's socialism, yep. effectively, you know, uh, instead of, you know, what you do individually. So anyway, this is a ridiculous story. For 35 minutes, the patient zero jogged along a lake at a local park without wearing a mask. Wow. Didn't snipers take him down? Right. What was going on there? No, seriously, you joke, but don't give me any I know, ideas. That's, that's really true. In China, that could happen. Man, it could happen here. Sure. Seems like. Feels like it. Among the 2,836 people potentially exposed at the time, 39 <laughs> tested positive. Okay. Overall, 38 out of 39 cases did not wear a mask on the morning of August 16th 
Listen to that. Jeez. All these people were infected outside because uh-huh. they refused to wear a mask. Overall, uh, patient zero was a 41-year-old man okay. who went for a run on August 16, 2022 in Chongqing. Without knowledge that he was infected with COVID-19, he reportedly didn't wear a mask. Despite the CCP claim that patient zero was responsible for the infection, scientists are skeptical. Outdoor transmission has proven to be extremely rare, uh, prompting looser restrictions in outdoor settings from most authorities. Sorry, we're going to have to pull that back. Masking uh, outside has been rare in most Western countries and was hardly ever mandated, even at the height of the pandemic. <laughs> Oregon. Hmm. Oregon did. The, the place that right. wants to take away your guns. I remember that. <laughs> yep. And, I mean, this is the Chinese model. It's Chinese model. It's this is the one we should be following. No. We know exactly what they're doing. It's getting really bad over there in China. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, the people are pushing back. We've got some stunning videos here uh, to get to. But, uh, okay. We'll get this, to those in just a minute. Yeah. Uh, first, let me tell you about Tommy John. Uh, because if you want to be comfortable all day, and you know, it's really true. They say that you just, you, you do better when you feel better. And that is exactly right. If you're comfortable, you know, you're not distracted by, you know, wedgies and things like that. <laughs> Tommy John underwear doesn't give you wedgies. It doesn't ride up. And it is so comfortable, so breathable, lightweight fabric, four times the stretch of competing brands. Big fan. That It's the most comfortable underwear you'll ever have on. It's the most comfortable loungewear you can possibly buy. It, it'll be the first thing you want to put on when you get home from work every day. That's what I do. I love it. Plus, everything is backed with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Uh, it's fun to say, and it's even better to do. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed right now. You'll get 20% off your first order. 20%. 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. See the site for details. Merry Christmas! Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry nice. Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, you wonderful Billy alone! <laughs> Pat Gray, Unleashed. I love It's a Wonderful Life. Have we talked about Fantastic movie. on this show why that uh, is played so much around Christmas? Um, about how the, the, I don't know, the rights to it were, oh. they expired and everything? Yeah. yeah I, I don't know if we have. Because, uh, yeah, the <laughs> rights did expire, so everybody was playing it yeah. everywhere, right? Because some clerk screwed up and... Uh huh. Forgot to. And then they fixed it, or NBC bought it, or something. Oh, right? is that right? Oh, I that think I so. Know. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's not everywhere all the time. Now, I see. Because somebody finally bought it, purchased okay. the rights, and and I think now enforce it. Hmm, you know where it's not a wonderful life would be China. Yeah. Right. <sighs> it's very true. Yeah. We, what else we got there? Because we have the uh, local officials yeah, yeah. wanting to seal entrances to buildings. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that that I mean hmm. that happens. 
over there. And um, somebody complained about it. Right. On like in a, a WeChat tenant group. Mm-hmm. And he got labeled as being anti-government. Ooh. So the government agents came to correct his wrong opinion. Yep. Send a message. And uh, now his home is is under surveillance. Watch this video. Watch these thugs. And they're basically telling him... He's trying to explain, you know, look, this is stupid. You shouldn't be sealing off our apartment. uh, And the thugs there from the government aren't dealing... aren't aren't appreciating his... uh, Mm. Anyway, so... His rhetoric? Yep. Yeah. So he's trying to explain, you know, I'm not anti-government. Screw you. I mean, I actually am, but I'm not... And then they get in his face. This is inside of his living room, right? Yeah, here. shouldn't they be socially distanced? Right, thank you. Fair point. Huh. Mm-hmm. They're, they're right up and on him. Oh, your, wow. Yeah, this is... Now they're going to start is, roughing him up. This is China today and America tomorrow, if you're not careful. They start beating him up in his own home. Oh, my gosh. And wait for it. Here come his children on the scene to witness their dad getting roughed up by government thugs. China today, America tomorrow, if you're not careful. So, and what was and, and those, kids, th- those kids will be uh, carted off and uh, raised somewhere else in the country. Wow. Uh, what was his big sin? It was... Uh, oh, yeah, he complained. Yeah, he complained in a... About in a, being locked into his building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how dare you? How dare you complain about that? You should love it. You should love it. Your government looking out for you like that. Wow. Does he even have COVID? No, he's just complaining about the yeah, stupid... that's uh, incredible. Yeah. Really bad. Jeez. Okay, so that guy's interrogated in his home. Mm-hmm. Then we've got a woman who's upset about uh, the COVID testing process. And look how she's manhandled. Yeah, we don't know the details of this, but... Look at the gentle care. They bend her over. They put her hands behind her back. And wow. Big White strikes again. Oh, what are they doing to her arm? Mm. China today, America tomorrow, if you're not careful. Really bad. You can see why the people are starting to push back there. So it'd be nice yeah. if uh, we could get some American corporations on board. Like, say, I don't know. Apple? Maybe. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, hmm. that's a good call. See, all their products, their cell phones, iPads made there in China at that facility where everything is so good that people jump off that building just to get out of it. Oh, can you imagine? Last week, Apple CEO Tim Cook was up on Capitol Hill refusing to answer a reporter's question hmm. uh, about... You know, the fact that Apple is basically helping the communist Chinese government crack down on protesters. Do you support the Chinese people's right to protest? <laughs> Yo. Do you regret restricting airdrop access that protesters used to evade surveillance from the Chinese government? Hello. Hello, Tim. Do you think it's problematic to do business <laughs> with the communist Chinese party when they suppress human rights? Hmm. <laughs> uh, wow. Could have been just wow. unfortunate timing. He forgot how to talk just right then. <laughs> you think? We don't know what's going on. Yeah, we don't. That's true. We shouldn't so, jump to conclusions. Thank you. Maybe the cat got his tongue. We don't know. We don't know. Has a cat ever gotten your tongue? Negative. You just pulled it out of your mouth? No, I no. don't get that close Hasn't? to Hasn't? Okay. All right. So I, I tried not to ridiculous. as well. So that's never happened to me, but 
I have ignored people on occasion. I see. <laughs> that seems to be what was going on was there. Going and on. maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just me and that's mm-hmm. my impression. Because okay. Tim Cook is just a wonderful individual. Who Isn't he, though? Is a lovely human being and likes to communicate <laughs> with reporters and talk about his company's reliance on Chinese labor. So he you, loves to talk yeah, about it. And you, you had asked if the guy living in the apartment there in China, if he had COVID. Yeah. No, no, no. If he had COVID, uh, this would be his fate. Oh, right that's here. right. Yeah, this would be. Yeah. There you go. Get on the. Get camp on COVID the camp. Camp COVID. Look, Look at, at that. that. That's fun, right? We're that's going fun. to camp, kids. Fun. Yeah, yeah. It's COVID camp. We've We're so- going to COVID camp. We showed them building this COVID camp. Uh-huh. And it looks like it's open for business. It's a fun, fun COVID camp. COVID camp. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, China today, America tomorrow, if you're not careful. They're not done with us. They're not done with us on this stuff, y'all. No. In fact, they've it, it really ramped things up lately, it seems. You know, rather than saying, okay, you know, things are pretty well under control, um, you know, we appreciate everything you've done so far, and uh, you know what? We're not going to go back to what we were doing two years ago. We're not going to do that. Nope. Instead, they're kind of hinting that, oh, yeah, this could get bad again. Look what's happening in China. Could get bad again. Wow. Mm. But uh, And it may not be it may not be COVID positive people rounded up. It may be people who refuse this vaccine passport. Don't forget Davos coming up mm-hmm. in about a month. And they're gonna lay the groundwork for our future, whether you want them to or not. And in Wuhan, the anti lockdown protesters love it. are actually tearing down barricades. This I love. Shouting it started in Wuhan, <laughs> it ends in Wuhan. I love these people. China. Look at that. Huh? Seriously, you have to be really courageous to yep. do this in China because. Wow. Mm. Oh, down it goes. Beautiful. Actually, push down the gate. Yeah. And then the other one goes too. It's like, uh. Bye bye. It's a beautiful sight. I don't blame him. I mean, you look at all the things that are they're, they're, happening there. They're literally caged animals at this point. Right. That's all the government sees in them. Yep. Really bad. Wow. Yep. And uh, this, uh, this, that when I say they're not done with us, think of Virginia. They elected a Republican, right, Yonkin? Yeah. And so you mm-hmm. think they'd moved on from all of this insanity that we experienced in the last couple of years? <laughs> oh. No. 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 A Fredericksburg, Virginia restaurant has repeatedly made headlines for defying Virginia's COVID mandates uh, during, during the height of the pandemic. Yeah, he's running for state office now. Love this guy. And battling to maintain its licenses was subject to a search and seizure by the Virginia Alcoholic uh, Beverage Control Authority. ABC Friday morning, a search warrant was issued for Gormelt's sales records and any information related to possession of alcoholic beverages without a license, maintaining a common nuisance and the illegal sale of alcoholic beverages. So they're going to try to make an example out of this guy in his restaurant. Matt Strickland, yep. Had his license to sell wine and beer, mixed beverages, 
on and off premises su- suspended uh, a year ago in September. But ABC put a stay on that uh, and gave him some time to, re- to appeal in November, November of tw- this year. So just last month, a final ruling was issued and ABC ordered Gourmelts to halt selling alcohol for 90 days. Mm-hmm. Agency said it would reduce his suspension to 15 days if he paid a four thousand dollar penalty. <laughs> He's like, no, I haven't. I haven't followed any of your orders, masking my employees, shutting my business down, stop selling alcohol. Why am I going to start now? So they show up, and the uh, Virginia police force uh, shows up, and watch what happens here. He confronts them. I love it. I've actually been found to be detrimental to the community, but you're still going to shut a man's business down over that. You're not here to discuss whether or not they're unconstitutional. You're just here to do your job, right? Mm. It's following mm-hmm. orders. Uh-huh. Mm. And you're going to enforce that regardless, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're part of the problem, man. I want you to know that. You're part of the problem. 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 Everybody in here, every one of you, man. What's going on in this country right now? The reason that we're in the situation we're in as the United States of America, you're part of the problem, sir. So you can't complain about what the president's doing. You can't complain about the state that the country's in right now. You can't you can't complain about how screwed up it is. You're part of the problem, sir. You're just doing your job. Following on. So many people were just doing their job for Hitler back in Germany. You as well, sir. That goes to, that goes for you as well. That goes for you as well. That goes for all of you. Uh-huh. That goes for all of you, man. There's no wow. excuse. There's zero excuse. Yep. Just doing my job. That's not an excuse anymore, man. That's not an excuse. You guys just doing your job is facilitating what's going on in this country right now. You're shutting down a man's livelihood mm-hmm. for not following COVID mandates that didn't do anything anything to prevent COVID, and it was actually detrimental to the community, and not just the community, to our kids, man. It set our kids back so many years, these mandates. It set small businesses back so many years. It destroyed small businesses, man. It destroyed them. It destroyed families. It destroyed our community. Mm -hmm. And it destroyed our country. And nobody in here gives Mm. a damn about that. They're just doing their job. That's right. Just doing their job. And they're gonna continue to do their job. Hmm. All to preserve themselves. Nothing is more important than themselves, man. Their country is not as important as themselves. I guess your family's not either, sir. Wow. Because if you got children, you're setting them up for failure. Mm-hmm. By not standing up right now, today, you're setting your kids up for failure. You're setting your family up okay. for failure. Okay, it's breaking up. So we'll, we'll get into that. Um, there's a little bit more to that story. We'll tell you about that coming up in overtime. Uh, but we also wanted to sh- share something fun with you before the show's over. Uh, check this out from a middle school basketball game. Take a look at this video. It's a buzzer beater for the ages. Buzzer beater. Watch 44. Athlete Watch 44. Eighth grade They're boys basketball player Cooper Thorson launches a full court shot that won the game for the <laughs> okay. Pilots against their hometown the rivals, rebound. He does. the Marseilles Elementary uh, oh my gosh. team. Right there's the shot. Yes! Yeah, I love it. It's an elementary school, too. Oh, my gosh. And all 20 of them go wild. That's wow. awesome. So good. So he just flings it up there. Uh-huh. Full court shot. 
goes in. Isn't that awesome? Nice. That is so cool. That's fun. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and on overtime today. Pat Gray, Unleashed.